ASU Pastor Derek Pletcher coming to you live. Amen. Blessings to everyone on today. Just want to share a little bit of scripture with you, a couple of scriptures. And um, I'm not going to hold you up too long on today. Let's pray, man. This should be a simple message, an easy message, an easy shareable one. Oh, taste and see. I don't know about you, but when I taste of the goodness of God and 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 I set aside the things that the world has, and even <clears throat> when I set aside the things that my mind is telling me is going to be a, 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 a excellent thing and it's going to blow my mind, nothing can compare. You know, when I hear that song, nothing can compare to the joy you bring. Nothing can compare to the things of God. I, I mean, I mean, I just, I just want to say that, you know, we we're living in a time where uh, uh, self uh, indulgence is first on the list. But when you put God first, and you put His Word first, and you put your life in His hands, and you submit to Him, it'll be a experience mind blowing, and you will never ever want or need for anything. And so let's pray. Pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you with yes and amen. Um, I know last Sunday um, I didn't uh, do a live and, uh, you know, um, praise God. Uh, anyway, I had a message, but it just um, was serving some some other needs. And so let's, let's go ahead and pray and talk about this word I shared a little bit yesterday in a Bible study or an online study. So it was kind of this repeat thing, but there's always, whenever you share the word of God, there's always something different. There's always some uh, context referencing the lesson of highlight that God will show. And when he shows it, man, it's mind blowing again, a second time. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for springtime weather. We thank you open up our eyes of understanding we thank you for your goodness your mercy and your grace we thank you for your anointing we thank you because eyes haven't seen nor ears have heard of all the great and excellent things that you have stored up for them that revere you them that love you them that serve you and so this day we serve you god we serve our house hallelujah we serve as unto you within the world system and and teach us lord god how to grow teach us Hallelujah, what we should do and what we should say. Teach us when uh, the scripture in the 23rd says that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And so there's some things that we want and desire. Only you can uh, quench it. And, and, and we're talking thirst. We're talking hunger. We're talking all those things in you, we pray, because we give it to you in Jesus' name. Amen. And so on today, amen, I have the scripture up there. So I'm going to read through it in Psalm 34. This is a, man, it's a great, it's a great context here. It says, the angels of the Lord encamped around those who fear him. Well, angels, hallelujah, fear him. The angels encamp. And so as I revere God, as I look to him as Abba, as I look to him as a the first final and all authority in my life 
as I look to him. There's an enlightening process that comes out. There's an enlightening process that comes by the way of me looking to him. And when I look to him from a position of reverential or revere out of uh, uh, deep respect, that means he shows me some things. That means there's some things uh, that, that he will uh, uh, surface for us to look at. There's some things that he will not deny us because we now know about our birthright in Jesus. We now know that we have an abundance and we know that that the, the host of heaven is encamped round about us, that the host of heaven is waiting at the command of God and the name of Jesus to move on our behalf. Hallelujah. So there's a campment, an encampment of angels all around about me because I revere God. I, I, I look at his words and his statues and I see them as far more precious than silver and gold. When I see them, hallelujah, I render them as the final authority. Hallelujah. When I get an image about what God says that who I am, I lay down my personal agenda. I lay down what the world is trying to tell me about. You can't do that. You can't be a millionaire. But the God says, hallelujah, in him, all things are possible. External to him, we can't do anything. And so, hallelujah, and he even tells us, he said, I said before you, the things of the world that are evil and the things that are heaven that are good, you choose. And so I choose that. So I revere God. Not only that, right? And seven here in verse seven, it says, and worship him. A amen. I Let me see. Let's go back into that. Let's see, see, see. Fear him with all inspiring reverence and worship him with obedience. And so let's, let's look at that worship. We already talked about re uh, uh, reverence or, or revere. What about worship? It says those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And so in order to be a true worshiper, you got to be like David, man. Oh, David, he didn't care about who was looking, man. He danced out of his, his clothes. And when they were taking the art back in to the city and taking it back to the rightful place, man, he danced before God and he didn't care who was looking. He he went crazy on him. He, he went into the into that dimension that, that no man can go unless he lay aside the waste of the present order of things in the world system. Hallelujah. You can't worship him until you come in and lay down all of your past sad sack uh, uh, um, issues, right? Uh, this And lay them aside. You can't get to worship until you nullify all the deeds of the flesh at that moment in that time. I mean, you can praise for a little bit, <laughs> but true worship, it's a different aspect. It's a, it's, a, it's a different coming to Jesus' party, so to speak. It's a difference. And so with him, with obedience. So that means there's some order of obedience. There's a sequence of things like a channel lock that God wants to unlock for you. But it's, it's sequenced that way because his word says it. Glory to God. It says, and he rescues each of them. 
So in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, and the secrets of his tabernacle shall he hide me. That's David right there. And, and, and so, um, um, and he rescues each of them. What he'll do for you, he'll do for me. If I obey and serve him, and he told Abram, you obey and serve me, you know, uh, uh, <coughs> you obey and serve me, I'll make your name great. So when we show up to do service, when we show up to serve, when we show up in a domain or an area of authority and the assignment has been given by God, glory to God. We just do what he says. And when we do what he says, amen, there's a heavenly release. There's a heavenly anointing that takes place. Oh, taste and see that the Lord, he is good. And so we are representing him and he wants us to revere him. He wants us to worship him. The nation of Israel was set aside for worship and praise and solely dedicated to God, right? And so every one of their concerns he, he observed them and he was uh, uh, particularly wanting to deliver on that end. Glory to God, like a good father wants to give to a son or a daughter, right? And he rescues each of them. And this is, this is an amplified version that I'm reading. I should have put that. Uh, um, but anyway, in verse eight, and this is my favorite thing. Oh, taste and see that the Lord God, our God, is good. What are we tasting? What are we seeing? <coughs> Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He has set a table before me, and, and I know that's not in order, right? And, and the order of president of the 23rd Psalm, but I had to get to it. He set a table with me in front of me in the presence of my enemy. And so we have to taste in season. We have to taste out of season. We have to ingest the absolute will, the absolute word, the absolute favor of God and accept it, right? I mean, he, he his favor is granted to us, but we have to accept it. We have to accept it, right? And that's that's a New Testament concept, but we're looking at an Old Testament scripture, right? Oh, taste and see. Man, when I was in the world and trying to get to the Lord and I was asking, I had a hunger. I wanted to taste as the deer panted for the brook. Amen, that deer will go, if he's thirsty, he'll go miles to find a brook. He'll go miles to find a place. But we're talking about tasting right here. That's another message about the thirst, right? And so tasting substance. Are you on milk? Are you on steak? And so every morning, afresh and anew, we must lock in and we must taste of the goodness of God. Every morning, anew, afresh. That means old things have passed away. Right? Behold, I, I'm presenting you with a whole nother format. 
that whole nother format that you didn't think that you would deserve, that whole nother format, that whole nother image that God has for you, that whole nother image that you didn't even think you were worthy of. But God said, I am the Lord thy God. Hallelujah. I know every head and number of hair on your head. I am the one that considered you before the very beginning of time. So accept that image. Oh, taste and see. Lay aside every weight. Lay aside everything that so easily besets you. Anger, strife, unforgiveness. Lay it aside. Achievements from your past. They're important in the world sense, but lay it aside. Lay it aside. Don't let that don't, don't let that drive you. You the driver before the hand of God. <coughs> because God needs you to focus in on the mark, on the prize, on the target that he has set up for you. And once you've tasted and seen the delivery is assured, he just needs you to come into agreement with heaven upon the earth. He needs you to secure the promised land that he gave to the people and the promise that he's given to you by faith. And Joshua and Caleb said, let us go up immediately and take the land. Let's take the promises. But there's a taste that must take place. There's a relationship aspect that must take place and he says here, how blessed, how fortunate, how prosperous and favored by God, how blessed, how fortunate, how prosperous and favored by God, how blessed, how fortunate, how prosperous and favored by God, how blessed, how fortunate, how prosperous, how favored, by God. When you accept, accept Jesus as Lord over your life, you're a new creature. You can't put old wine. I mean, new wine in old skins. You're cooking, you're moving, you're operating a whole new venture in a whole new land. And you're favored by God, it says here. Amen. It says, how blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. There's a place where we must go. There's a place that David knew how to take refuge in the Lord. When things were against David, he sought God. He had to seek God. He sought God. He sought God for direction. He sought God whether he needed to pursue he sought God, amen, pursue and recover all. He sought God when he was in the cave and Abdullam and the people came and the people came and the people came and says, we're going to make you captain of, uh, we're going to make you our captain, right? And the people came and the men came, 400 men that was broke, busted and disgusted. Man, you got to go into your secret prayer closet. You got to go into your secret place so that you can taste and retaste 
and, and get that feeling and that inner feeling thing of God to strengthen you. And in each case where David inquired of the Lord, the God that we serve answered back and we hear answer back. David executed because he understood that God was his very present help in the time of trouble. He understood that God was his cover, his buckler, and his shield against the fiery darts of the enemy. He understood. So let's look at 1 Peter 2. Amen. 1 Peter 2. I got it right here. Let's look at this. I want to read that verse up above it and says, and this is the word, the good news of salvation, which was preached to you. Now, your salvation is so important. Your ability to hear in the spirit from God is valuable above all. And so, he needs us to respect the fact that we have salvation and understand the fact that that salvation is just not to save you from a fiery hell. That's part of it. The other part is he wants you to engage upon the earth. He wants you to go forward and draw all men, all men, draw all men unto him. And let's look at this. So we have to put some things aside. There's some things that has to be behind us and not in front of us, not standing in front of the gift, the call, and the mark that God has for you and for me. It says, put aside every trace of malice, right? Malice, the ability to plot out. <clears throat> and to pay somebody back. You devise a whole evil scheme, right? And of deceit lie, right? And hypocrisy. Speaking one way, living another. Envy. Jealous of what other people have, and God has a whole array, a whole arsenal, a whole platform of things just for you that no one else can have. He has a whole salary range just for you that no one else can have. He has a whole chronicle set of things that he knew you before you were formed in the belly of your mother's womb. He knew you and that whole set of chronicle things. When you obey and serve him, uh, you eat your days. Well, there's two, two, two things coming to mind here, right? The, the blessings of the God, right? are sure and it's paraphrasing <coughs> but it does not add the weight of sorrow that's one and the other one will come to me and so the things of god are not sorrowful they don't add a a weight of constriction anyway let's get back to that and slander and hateful speech man when i was coming to the lord i had to he said, stop cursing. I had I stopped cursing. He said, stop drinking. I stopped drinking. He said, stop going to the club. It's the same thing over and over. You don't need to be there. What's going on there? You know, there's, you know, there's salt and pepper there. You know, there's condiments to go with your food there. 
right? Oh, there's things there uh, to fill the, the record of your flesh. But God said that I have come that you might have life and that more abundantly. Well, what does that mean? That means we denounce the things of the world. We lay down those traditions. Well, you know, you got to pay them back. No, no one disrespects, you know, the Fletchers, man. We, we, we go out our way to pay them back, right? That's hypothetical. That, that's not how we operate the Fletcher household. But I'm just saying, you know, some people like that, right? You do me, you got to do the whole family. And we're coming for you. Well, we in the family of God. We just call upon the heavenly host because God, in the name of Jesus, Satan, the Lord God, rebuke you. We need you right now, Father. We need you, hallelujah, to lay hands on the enemy and push him back. Lord God, eyes haven't seen nor ears have heard of all the great and excellent things that you have stored up for us. Glory to God. I need you to move in my situation right now. Lord God, hallelujah. The doctor said, hallelujah. He's done all that he can do. Glory to God. Society says we can't do no more. But Lord God, I know you to be a healer. I know you to be my butler and my shield. I know you to be a very present help in the time of trouble. And so, Father, I know that after all the world systems and all hope is lost, in you I can depend on, in you I can lean on, in you I can call upon my cover, my butler, my shield. Glory to God. Sorry about that. I kind of got excited there. But we, we right now just looking at a scripture reference text in First uh, Peter chapter 2. And so we got to turn away from the evil of the world. We got to turn away from that stuff. And then here it says in uh, verse 2 of Second of Peter chapter, well, First Peter chapter 2. It says, and like newborn babes. Man, you've been reborn in Christ. There's a whole field and sphere of growing up, a rebirth process as a newborn babe, right? Oh, taste and see. That taste process, you know, when babies are new to the world, they, you know, they're tasting things and checking things and anything sweet or anything that's fruity for them, you know, they gravitate to it and they might even do a yum yum. And so what about you? Do you desire the sincere milk of the word of God as a newborn babe? Have you graduated to state? Even if you graduate to state, that core principle of desire must still remain there. Because we now hunger and thirst after the things that are of God and of righteousness, right? Like a newborn babe. It says you should long for the pure milk and the of the word. You ever been thirsty or hungry and you ate and you're still thirsty and hungry? Man, get you some word in you. Get yourself built up and fortified on the power and the position of God. And you need the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, ask for him right now. Say, Lord, I need your Holy Spirit. I need you to come in and to fellowship with my spirit, man, and so that I can speak out the words of praise so that I can read through your word and get the sincerity, the honestness of your 
milk of your word. Hallelujah. There's news going to and fro across the land about this sickness, that sickness, wars and rumors of wars. Nothing can compare to the things of God and of his word. And if you need peace right now, if you need to quiet the storm that's trying to interact over your life right now, get you some Jesus, get you some word, get fed up and built up in the spirit so you can snatch down, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So you can, glory to God, pull down the strongholds of the enemy. And it all starts with the sincerity of the word and milk. Oh, taste and see. Oh, shamhaidi oto kai yerehima saha. Oh, ye helamanaya de loka zahanihi. That the word of God is like food to my spirit. And it's also like a weapon against the hand of the enemy. When the enemy shall try to come in like a flood, I just bam, hit him with that standard. That old devil guy, he has to turn around. Anyway, so that you by it may be nurtured and grow. You need to be fed the word. You need to be nurtured so that hunger within your spirit, man, can be filled by the spirit of God. Yea, the deep places, the deep things of the Lord God, they come by his spirit into your spirit, given revelation, given dreams, given delivery to set promises, showing strategic position. But you have to be built up. You got to be nurtured up, right? You got to be fortified. You know, that milk that they give the baby is supposed to fortify them. <coughs> Same with the milk of the word of God. You've been newborn. And so you got new wine. It can't go in the mold skins. It, it'll crack it and and fall apart so you need new wine for new skins baby i'm telling you glory to god right so you need to be nurtured you need to be held by god as he blown the breath of life into adam down to you to this generation it's that same breath of life that was blown in adam and so he needs you to get back to the core basics we're not talking about the core we're not talking about the core basics of what the world says but we're talking about a fresh a new mentality a fresh a new out of the mouth to flow living waters out of the mouth to speak utterance of god so when it comes out of the mouth it gets into the ear it goes into the eyes as we read it and when it goes into the eyes as we read it and then we speak it then an audible gets in the mouth and then from the mouth into the ears and from the ears into the heart from the heart <coughs> into the spirit and then the conscious man weighs the things of the world and the things of god and if he's tasted and seen the things of god he has the power and the strength to do that which is heavenly. Glory to God. And it says, grow in respect to salvation, its ultimate fulfillment. It's the ultimate fulfillment, right? Salvation is not just about eternal life, 
but it's about fulfilling your purpose here on the earth. It's about fulfilling your purpose to those that are around you. It's about fulfilling the purpose before a whole nation of, of all kind and creed that will come and hear and come and, and be served by you and become that which God has spoken over them because now you've planted seed into them. Now you've operated within the context of your assignment to deliver what is wholesome, to deliver that which is the image that God has shown you. That's why we lay aside every weight and everything that so easily beset us and everything that concerns us so we can press, so we can move, so that we can press, so that we can move, so that we can press, so that we can move toward the mark for the prize of the high call. And it says, if in fact you have already tasted goodness and gracious kindness of the Lord, have you tasted? Oh, taste and see that the Lord, he is good. Oh, taste and see. God, your word is greater than silver and gold. Your loving kindness is more precious than rubies. Hallelujah. And pearls. Hallelujah. Your word. Hallelujah is from everlasting to everlasting. It will, shall, and has never failed me. It has never returned unto you void. It has always done what you perform and what you state it needs to be. Oh, taste and see. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so here we, we look, what are we looking at? Nine here. We're back now in Psalm 34. Oh, taste and see that the Lord, that the Lord, that the Lord. Oh, okay, I'm reading. Hey, oh, taste and see that the Lord, he is good. But let's go to nine. We already read that. It says, oh, reverently fear the Lord you his saints believers holy ones right that means you're looking for him that means you want to he says take my yoke upon you and learn of me for my burdens are light right and because they are light and we seek him as believers we revere we take what he says and and Abram, Abraham, he took God at his word. He took it as the right place to be, the right thing to do, the right thing to see. What about you on today? Glory to the name of God. What position are you in before the things of God? Are you in the, the worldly spot position? Are you in the position pertaining to heavenly things? And you, because you've tasted and you've seen it because that tastes nothing like it. Glory to God. It says, for, right? Oh, revere, fear the Lord, you, his saints, believers, holy ones. It says, for to those who fear him is no one. You obey and serve him and you revere him. You 
have a revelation of who you are in God. And you know from that you have an overabundance of heavenly resource, so much so that you wouldn't have room enough. Like it's like tithing, giving it shall be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together. Shall men give unto your bosom? <clears throat> but this area deals with understanding the weight and the value of what's really important, what's has the weight of movement in the heavenly realm, but it's on the earth. He has entrusted you with the ability, glory to God, to operate and then to identify that you have an overflowing, overabundance resource in him. He is, I am that I am. And when the I am is that I am, whatever you need at the moment that you need it, and you've tasted and seen, you just ask, you just ask, you just ask. And when you ask, man, oh, he will deliver, he will set free. You will see great and marvelous things. Hallelujah. The hand of God is with you because you've tasted the sincerity and you have revered him. You have taken uh, the facts of his word and coupled it by the spirit and your prayer life is going forth and is consistent your fellowship life is going on and it's consistent your bible band prayer time is consistent in the things of god glory let me see let's get back to this so we can finish it up here it says here the young lions lack food and go hungry well, they go hungry, hallelujah, but they who seek the Lord, right? I was on a mission to seek God. I was on a mission to find out about holiness, man. I, I, I was up three, four hours a night reading the word, not understanding it. But when I learned to revere, when I learned to be obedient, no cursing, no drinking, no clubbing, when I did those things, he came in to me. He filled me and refilled me with his Holy Spirit. We're talking with dunamis power. And when that happens, right, like the lions here in verse 10, the young lions lack food and they go hungry. Well, they don't know the method of, of capture. They don't know the method of hunting. They have to be taught. They have to be guided by the elders. You've got to be guided by the heavenly host and the word of God. And among like precious believers, don't leave your help. Don't leave the church. We are the church. So you need to grasp hold. Yeah. It says here, um, but they that seek the Lord, man, I was seeking. I was so hungry for to find out about sanctification and holiness. Man, I was on a mission. I was on a quest. I was going to every Bible study when I was free that I could go to. And I was every prayer meeting. And man, I sung in the choir. And so every time of availability lent to me that opportunity. Woo! Hmm. It says, I will be Monica. Okay, I'll, I'll read this 
but they that seek the Lord will not lack any good thing. Seek the face of God first. And it says here, I'll read 11, even though it was not there. It says, come you children, listen to me. I will teach you to fear the Lord with awe, inspiring reverence and worship him with obedience. That's all God wants. He wants us to obey the commands of his word because they're for our benefits. They're not for his benefit, but when we go in and uh, uh, give praise, but then we usher in worship. And, and because we do that, we get his attention. But then he shows us who we are and we must be obedient. We must accept the will of God for your life and for my life, putting all those things that matter not of strife and hatred and crying and worrying, putting behind you. Let's go ahead and pray. We're, we're done, man. God, oh, taste and see. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you that I taught it twice and I reviewed it several more times than that, but I'm thankful for your word. I'm thankful because you are the God of my salvation. And so I respect the gift that you've given me. I nurture it. I cover it by the blood of Jesus. And so we enter in to that quiet place. We enter into the place of holiness so that we can know that we are yours and you know that ours, we are yours and in whom you are, we accept and walk in the promises. So thank you, Father, for today. Thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. Thank you, Father, for covering me by your blood of your lamb. Amen. God bless on today, Pastor Derek Fletcher with yes and amen. We're yet moving forward and yet moving through change. And there's some things that we are going to work on, work through and work in. And we glorify the Lord God and we thank him in all things. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Be blessed on today. Hallelujah.